Hello everyone and welcome to Nanayas Music, a place where we explore the intersection of spirituality and child psychology and how to use it with practical strategies to support the spiritual growth of our children and their overall well-being. So join me, your host Nanaya, every Thursday as we delve into these together. Thank you for not skipping, but rather listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. Parents and guardians, welcome to another enlightening episode. Today, we embark on a profound journey into the incredible power of words and how they shape not just our lives, but also the lives of our children. This is a topic that holds immense significance in the realm of parenting. That is the profound power that spoken words carry. Over the next few minutes, we'll explore the profound impact of language from the early years of childhood through the tumultuous teenage phase and into the complex realm of adulthood. Our goal is to equip you with insights and tools to harness the power of words in not only understanding your children better, but also to nurture their mental well-being and guide them towards a life filled with fulfillment and emotional strength. Spoken words are a remarkable human invention, granting us the ability to communicate in ways beyond telepathy. Every word we speak out carries its frequency and vibration. It's filled with energy or spirit, whether it's a negative or positive word. As such, the energy in words impacts the life of whoever listens and accepts the spoken words. Words possess an extraordinary power that extends far beyond their literal meanings. Their spiritual implications on a person's life are profound. Words have the ability to shape thoughts emotions, and actions. When spoken with intention and sincerity, they can uplift, inspire, and heal. Conversely, careless or negative words can wound, hinder growth, and create lasting scars on one's spirit. In many spiritual traditions, the act of speaking is seen as a form of manifestation, where the words give life to our thoughts and desires. First, Harnessing the power of words with mindfulness and positivity can lead to profound spiritual growth and transformation, aligning our inner world with our outer reality. It's a reminder of the ancient wisdom that encourages us to speak words that resonate with love, compassion, and truth to nourish the kra or the soul and contribute to the well-being of ourselves and of others. To set the stage, let's begin by acknowledging the immense weight our words carry. Words are not just combinations of sounds or letters. They are vehicles for our emotions, intentions, and beliefs. When it comes to our children, the words we choose can shape their self-esteem, emotional development, and even their future. Let's start at the very beginning when our children are just tiny beings. In those early years, our words are like gentle strokes on the canvas of the Accra or souls. Babies may not understand the words, but they understand the intentions and emotions behind them. Their masters are interpreting tone, warmth, and affection in our voices. The language of love, 
care and tenderness forms the foundation of trust and security in a child's life. It's in the soothing lullabies we sing, the comforting words we speak, and the stories we tell that our children find their first lessons about love and connection. Speaking to them in a nurturing way, filled with affection and reassurance, helps children to feel safe and valued, fostering a positive self-concept. Words carry an undeniable weight, especially in the lives of our children. Words spoken with love and care have the potential to build bridges of trust and security. On the contrary, thoughtless or hurtful words can leave lasting scars. It's crucial to recognize that the words we choose have a direct impact on our children's self-esteem and emotional development. As our children grow, so does the power of our words. In their formative years, words have the incredible ability to shape their self-esteem. Positive reinforcement and encouragement can become the building blocks of their self-worth. Simple phrases like, you are capable, or I believe in you, can instill confidence that stays with them throughout their lives. Conversely, criticisms and negative words can leave lasting scars. It's essential that we choose our words carefully, nurturing their self-esteem and helping them believe in themselves. Moving into the school years, words become invaluable tools for learning. As your children embark on their educational journey, engage them in conversations that stimulate their curiosity. Meaningful conversations stimulate their curiosity, build their vocabulary, and encourage a love for exploration. Encourage them to ask questions, to explore, and to express their thoughts. These conversations not only enhance their vocabulary and cognitive skills, but also foster a love for learning. Remember, it's not just about what they learn in school, but also the lessons they learn at home through meaningful discussions and shared experiences. Let's explore the role of communication in cognitive development and share tips for fostering a lifelong love of learning through the power of words. The role of communication in cognitive development is pivotal, especially during the early childhood. Here's why communication is crucial for cognitive development. It helps in language acquisition because communication is the primary means through which children learn language. As parents and caregivers speak to them, infants begin to absorb and mimic sounds, eventually forming words and sentences. This lays the foundation for linguistic and cognitive skills. Also through communication, children learn about concepts and ideas. They acquire knowledge through the world, objects, and relationships. When parents explain concepts or narrate stories, children's cognitive abilities expand as they grasp abstract ideas. Similarly, effective communication encourages children to ask questions and seek solutions. When adults engage in meaningful conversations with children, they stimulate critical thinking and problem-solving skills. This helps children develop cognitive flexibility. Communication is also a social activity. It fosters interactions with others, encouraging children to understand different perspectives and practice empathy. Social cognitive development, including the theory of mind, 
that is understanding others' thoughts and emotions, is facilitated through communication. Furthermore, reading and storytelling are powerful forms of communication that promote cognitive development. Exposure to books and reading materials at an early age enhances literacy skills, vocabulary, and cognitive abilities. Last but not the least, engaging conversations help children improve their memory and attention span. When they actively participate in discussions or storytelling, they learn to focus, absorb information, and remember it for later use. Here are some tips for fostering lifelong love of learning through the power of words. You can start by reading together. Start reading to your child from an early age. Make it a daily ritual if you can. As they grow, encourage them to read independently and discuss what they've read. Converse actively. Engage in meaningful conversations with your child. Ask open-ended questions that require more than a yes or no answer. Listen attentively to their responses, showing that their thoughts and ideas are valued. You can also encourage curiosity. Support and encourage your child's natural curiosity. When they ask questions, take the time to explore the answers together. You can visit libraries, museums, and engage in hands-on activities. Also, you can introduce words regularly. Expand your vocabulary. You can do this by introducing new words regularly. Explain their meanings and use them in a context. Encourage your child to do the same. Tell stories. Share stories from your own life or creative imaginative tales. Storytelling enhances creativity, language skills, and cognitive development. Limit screen time. While technology has its benefits, excessive screen time can hinder cognitive development. Set reasonable limits on screen time and encourage other forms of communication and play. Be a role model. Demonstrate a love for learning through your own actions. Read, explore, and ask questions. Your enthusiasm will inspire your child. Teach your child that making mistakes is a natural part of learning. Encourage them to persevere, problem solve, and learn from errors. Introduce your child to a variety of subjects and interests. Explore science, art, history, and more to help them discover their passions. Make learning fun. Learning should be an enjoyable experience. Incorporate games, puzzles, and interactive activity into your daily routines to keep your child engaged and excited about learning. By fostering effective communication and love for learning through words, parents can play a significant role in their child's cognitive development and set the stage for a lifetime of intellectual curiosity and growth. Now let's look at navigating the teenage years. Ah, the teenage years. A phase where communication can sometimes feel like navigating a minefield or transversing uncharted waters with your teens. As parents or guidance, we've experienced this phase so we are intimately familiar with it. 
This period is marked by intense emotional changes and identity formation. But here's the thing. Your words still matter immensely. During this period of identity formation, words can either be a bridge or a barrier. Listen actively to your teens and respect their opinions even if they differ from yours. Create an open, non-judgmental space for them to express themselves. Phrases like, I'm here for you, and I value your perspective, can go a long way in maintaining a strong parent-child connection. Let's discuss strategies for maintaining open, respectful dialogue with your teenagers Emphasizing the importance of active listening and empathy as you help them navigate this tumultuous phase of life. In maintaining open, respectful dialogue with teenagers, this can be challenging, but it's essential for their emotional and mental well-being. Here are some strategies for parents to foster effective communication during this interesting phase of life. Active listening is the first on the list. Truly listen when your teenager talks. Put away distractions, make eye contact, and show that you're fully present. Don't interrupt or immediately offer solutions. Sometimes, teenagers just need someone to hear them out. Empathize with them. Understand that adolescence can be a confusing time. Validate their feelings even if you don't agree with them. Empathy helps build trust and a sense of understanding between you and your team. Respect their privacy. While it's essential to be involved in your teenager's life, respect their need for privacy. Give them space to share on their terms. Trust is a two-way street. Set aside specific times. Create designated times for conversations, such as family dinners or weekly check-ins. Having a routine can make it easier for your teenager to bring up important topics. Use non-judgmental language. Avoid criticizing or passing judgment. Instead, express your concerns or opinions in a non-confrontational manner. This encourages open dialogue rather than defensiveness. Ask open-ended questions. Instead of questions with yes or no answers, ask open-ended questions that require more thought and elaboration. For instance, how was your day can be expanded to tell me something interesting that happened today. Share your experiences. Share your own teenage experiences and lessons you've learned. This can help your teenager see that you understand what they are going through. Educate yourself. Stay informed about current issues and trends that might affect your teenager. Being knowledgeable can make conversations more relevant and engaging. Last but not the least, be patient. Adolescents can be moody and unpredictable. If they shut down or become defensive, give them space, but let them know you are there when they are ready to talk. Remember that effective communication is a two-way street. 
by showing your teenagers that you are willing to listen, understand and respect their perspective, you create an environment where they feel comfortable discussing their concerns, fears and dreams. This not only helps them navigate adolescence, but also builds a foundation for lifelong open relationship with you. Teenagers crave independence and often grapple with self-doubt and insecurities. This is when your words can be their greatest source of empowerment. Encourage them to pursue their passions, to take risks, and to embrace their uniqueness. Let them know that failures are stepping stones to success and that setbacks are a part of life's journey. Using simple phrases like, I believe in you, can nurture their self-confidence and resilience. By using words that inspire resilience and determination, you equip them with the mental fortitude to face life's challenges head-on. Encourage them to use empowering and positive words like, I can, I'm able, and I believe in myself, etc. They should use these words when talking about themselves or when describing themselves. Let them know that each word carries energy, and as they speak it out, they create things into their lives. Therefore, they should be mindful of the words they speak out. In adulthood, the impact of words on mental health becomes even more apparent. The stress, responsibilities, and challenges of life can weigh heavily on our children, and our words can be a source of solace or an added burden. Be attuned to the signs of emotional distress and offer a listening ear without judgment. Remind them that it's okay to seek help when needed. Your words can destigmatize mental health issues and encourage them to prioritize their well-being. Next, let's explore how your words can either provide solace and support or contribute to the emotional distress. The words of us parents or guidants can have a profound impact on our adult children either providing solace and support or contributing to their emotional distress. Here's how. To provide support and solace, validation is key. When parents acknowledge their adult children's feelings and experiences, it can be incredibly comforting. Simply saying, I understand how you feel, or your feelings are valid, can provide solace. Empathy. Showing empathy by trying to see situations from your adult's child perspective can be reassuring. Empathetic statements like, I can imagine this is really tough on you, or I'm here for you no matter what, offer emotional support, unconditional love. Retreating love and acceptance regardless of the circumstances can be a powerful source of comfort. Saying, I love you, and nothing will change that, can provide immense reassurance. Encouragement. Offering words of encouragement and motivation can boost an adult's child's self-esteem and confidence. Expressing confidence in their abilities or saying, I believe in you, can be uplifting. Respect boundaries. Respecting their boundaries and autonomy shows trust and support. Phrases like, I trust you to make the right decision for yourself, convey respect. On the contrary, you can contribute to your child's adult emotional distress. 
by doing things as criticizing them. Harsh or constant criticisms can erode an adult child's self-esteem and cause emotional distress. Negative comments about their choices, appearance, or life decisions can be hurtful. Also, comparing another child to others, especially siblings, can be emotionally damaging. It can create feelings of inadequacy and resentment. Additionally, using guilt as a means of control or manipulation can lead to emotional distress. Phrases like, you are breaking my heart, or I sacrificed so much for you, can induce guilt and stress. Furthermore, lack of support or not being there for an adult child during challenging times or dismissing their problems can cause emotional distress. Statements like, you overreacting, or just deal with it, minimize their feelings. As well, dismissing or invalidating their emotions by saying things like, you're too sensitive, or you shouldn't feel that way, can be invalidating and lead to distress. Ignoring or avoiding important conversations can create emotional distance too. It can make an adult child feel unheard and unimportant. The key is to maintain open, respectful, and empathetic communication with your adult children. While disagreements and misunderstandings may arise, showing love, Support and willingness to listen can go a long way in providing solace and preventing emotional distress. It's essential to respect their independence and boundaries as they navigate their own lives. Now, let's roll up our sleeves and talk about practical strategies for effective communication. Active listening, empathy, and patience are essential tools in your parenting arsenal. We'll discuss how to create a nurturing environment where your children feel comfortable sharing their thoughts, fears, and dreams. Effective communication with children is crucial for building strong relationships and helping them develop emotionally and mentally. Here are some practical strategies parents can use. Number one, active listening. This is paramount. And I've mentioned active listening a lot in this few minutes. Pay full attention when your child is speaking and put away distractions. Get down to the eye level, maintain eye contact, and truly hear what your child is saying. Show that you are genuinely interested in what they have to say. Avoid interrupting or finishing their sentences. Empathize with their emotions, even if you don't fully understand. Respond with care and kindness. And avoid jumping to conclusions or offering unsolicited advice. Number two, open-ended questions. Encourage conversations by asking open-ended questions that can be answered with a simple yes or no. For example, instead of asking, did you have a good day? You could ask, what was the best part of your day? This works like magic and encourages the children to share more, to speak more, communicate better with us. Number three, reflective listening. 
Repeat back what your child has said to ensure you understand correctly. This shows them that you're truly listening and gives them a chance to clarify if needed. Number four, empathize. Try to understand and validate your child's feelings. Say things like, I can see that you're feeling upset about this. Can you tell me more about it? Number five, avoid judgment. Create a safe space for your child to express themselves without fear of judgment. Even if you don't agree with their perspective, acknowledge their right to feel the way they do. Number six, use I statements. When expressing your feelings or concerns, use quote-unquote I statements. For instance, say, I feel worried when you don't check in because I care about your safety. Instead of, you make me worry when you don't check in. Number seven, set aside technology. When having important conversations, put away your phone or other distractions. Show your child that they have your undivided attention. Number eight, be patient. Children may take time to gather their thoughts or express themselves. Give them the time and space to do so without pushing or pressuring them. Number nine, nonverbal communication. Remember that your body language and tone of voice also convey messages. Maintain a calm and open posture and use a gentle tone when speaking. Number 10, respect their perspective. Even if you don't agree with your child's viewpoint, respect their right to have it. Discuss differences respectfully and encourage them to express why they feel the way they do. Number 11, use teachable moments. Everyday situations can provide opportunities for teaching and communication. For example, if a conflict arises between siblings, use it as a chance to teach problem-solving and conflict resolution. Number 12, offer assurance. Let your child know that they can talk to you about anything and that you are there to support and help them no matter what. Number 13, be consistent. Consistency in communication helps build trust. Make an effort to communicate regularly with your child even when everything is going well. Number 14, avoid criticism and blame. Instead of criticizing and blaming your child for their actions, Focus on the behavior itself. For example, say, leaving your toys on the floor makes it hard to walk safely. Instead of, you are so messy. Number 15, acknowledge their achievements. Celebrate your child's successes no matter how small. Positive reinforcement can boost their self-esteem and motivate them. Remember that effective communication is an ongoing process. It's about building a strong, open, and trusting relationship with your child over time. 
These strategies can help create an environment where your child feels safe, valued, and understood. In our journey through parenthood, we might sometimes falter. We are human after all. But never underestimate the power of a heartfelt apology. A sincere apology will become a vital lesson for our children. It teaches them humility. It teaches them humility, empathy, and the importance of taking responsibility for their words and actions. When we admit our mistakes and apologize sincerely, we teach our children the value of taking responsibility for their own words and actions. We model humility and empathy, showing them that it's okay to be imperfect. A sincere apology is a potent tool in parenting, capable of fostering trust, empathy, and healthy communication within the family. When parents acknowledge their mistakes and apologize genuinely to their children, they model uncountability and humility. This not only builds trust, but also teaches children the value of taking responsibility for their actions. Apologizing encourages open and honest discussions about emotions and conflicts, helping children develop essential life skills and also strengthens the parent-child bond by demonstrating that parents genuinely care about their children's feelings and well-being. In essence, a sincere apology is a cornerstone of effective and passionate In essence, a sincere apology is a cornerstone of effective and compassionate parenting, contributing to a harmonious and nurturing family environment. As we conclude this episode on the profound power of words, remember that every word you utter has the potential to shape your child's world. Use your words wisely with love and intention. Every word uttered can be a source of strength, inspiration, and understanding for your children as they navigate the intricate tapestry of life. By harnessing the power of words with intention and love, you can empower your children to live fulfilling lives with exceptional mental health. Thank you for joining me, and until next time, Keep nurturing those vibrant young minds with the power of your words. That's all for today, everyone. I believe I've left you with something to think about. So thanks for joining me on this journey as we explore practical strategies for nurturing the different personalities of the children in our lives. Until next week, Thank you for listening and learning to understand the children in your lives. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and a question if you have it.